This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com We find Meshavei giving over his last instructions to Klai Yisrael as they're preparing to enter Eretz Yisrael. In the Peri Gimel, Pasuk Beis, he tells them, Yem Hashem Eli, Hashem spoke to me, Al-Tira Isai, do not be scared of him, referring to Oig Melchabashan. Because I've gave him into your hand. You're going to win over him. There's Kalamai, his whole nation. There's Arsa in his land. You're going to do to Aig Melchabashan the same thing that you did to Sichan Melchamari. Just like you conquered him, you're going to conquer Aig. Rashi has a question. Don't fear him. But by Sichem El Chameri, it doesn't say, don't fear him. How come only by Aig, it says, don't fear him? Now, you can't say it's because, you know, Aig was a giant, because Sichem was also a giant. So obviously, Moshe wasn't scared to fight a giant. What was the difference about Sichem and about Aig? That about Aig, Hashem has to tell him, don't be afraid. And Rashi explains, Ella, Mysteri Haya Moshe, Moshe was afraid. He was scared of the schus that Aik had for serving Avram. How did Aik serve Avram? Because when Light was captured, he ran to tell Avram the Light was captured. And because of that schus, Meishrabeinu was scared to fight against him. Which is amazing, because Aik didn't exactly do that, L'Shem Shemayim. As we know, Aik wanted Avram to go fight, die, get killed, and he, Aik, would marry Sarah. And still, Maishu Rabbeinu was scared of that schus. What was Maishu Rabbeinu trying to do? This wasn't for his own purpose. This was for Klai Yisrael. Klai Yisrael was going to be fighting him. Maishu Rabbeinu. And yet, Oik had a schus. What was that schus? He helped out Avram Avinu, even not for the correct reasons. And as Svarim explained, you see from here, the power of one mitzvah. Maishu Rabbeinu had Maishu on his side. <laughs> himself, he had Klai Yisrael on his side. Fighting to get into Eretz Yisrael. Aig, Aig had one mitzvah. Moshe Rabbeinu understood the power and the value of one mitzvah. And that is what the Torah is teaching us. That, in fact, is what Moshe Rabbeinu is teaching us. The value and the power of one mitzvah. Sometimes we think, what am I going to do? I work so hard, I don't have time to do so many mitzvahs. One more mitzvah is going to make a difference. And this parish is teaching us that every mitzvah we do is so precious. So precious. Look at the mitzvah that Og did for the wrong reason. And look how frightened Meishu Rabbeinu was of it. Because Meishu understood the power of a mitzvah. We too have to understand every single mitzvah we do, how precious that is to Hashem. You know, this is Shabbos Chazayin, the Shabbos before Tisha B'av. Many people on Tisha B'av, besides for thinking a little of the Churban, the little of the Gullahs, what occupies our mind the most is when is the fast over? When could I eat? And that's because we don't have that much of a connection sometimes to the Chorban. We don't think about it so much. And again, we think to ourselves, I'm going to go and think about the Chorban. For how long? You think for 25 hours I can think about it? So what? So I'll manage my whole day for two minutes, for five minutes to think about it. What's the value of that? There's a big tzaddik named Chaim Weintraub. Chaim Weintraub lives in the north of Eretz Yisrael, and he has a magnetic personality and tremendous siyata deshmaya. 
and he's very successful with bringing people back to Yiddishkeit, helping them on their way back to Yiddishkeit. One day, his three-year-old son, who just got his upshern, was in school, and he wasn't feeling well. And he put his head down a little, and the teacher got frightened. They called up the parents. The parents came, and unfortunately, when they brought him home, he lay down, and he was nifter. The three-year-old son was nifter. It was a terrible, terrible tragedy. And of course, by the shiva, people were coming, and it was just very, very sad, the whole thing. People were crying. One of the days of Shiva, a group of boys came in. Eight boys came in, obviously not from, but they felt a close connection to Chaim Weintraub. And they came inside, they were sitting with him a little. But then the boys started to have a little discussion together. They went off to the side. And after a few moments, they came back and they whispered something to Rav Chaim in his ear. And Rav Chaim broke out in a big smile. The first time that week, he broke out a big smile. He gave them all a kiss and a hug, and they left. When they left, someone said, what's going on? And Rechaim said, well, he's been working with these boys the past few months. And they told him, as a schus for his son, this coming Shabbos, they're all going to keep Shabbos. They're not going to drive. They're not going to smoke. They're not going to turn on a light. They won't use their phones. As a schus for this, for the son's neshama. And it was so exciting, so beautiful. It really, really touched me. One of the people sitting there said, Rechaim, I don't understand. They can do this for one Shabbos, and then the next Shabbos, they're not embarrassed to tell you, they're going to go back to the way they were? How could that have any value? And Rechaim looked at him and said, you know, if somebody would come over to me and say, they have a way to bring my son back for one day. I said, really? Okay, so let's do it. It's going to cost you a lot of money. What wouldn't I do? I would sell my house. I would liquidate all my assets. Everything that I have, I would borrow money. All to get my little son back for even one day. To, to sit him on my lap. To walk in the street holding his hand. To sing with him a little. I would do everything just to have him back for one day. How do you think Hashem feels when his children aren't close to him? Now that he hears that he's going to have back eight of his children, even for one day. You know how precious that is to Hashem? That is so precious. And that's why I feel so good. And it's the same thing with us, the Shabbos Chazayim. We're going to have, hopefully not, maybe we still will have Mashiach to come, and we'll have a good Yantif on this Sunday. But if not, Chas Vashon, we still have a Tishavav. And if we can't spend the whole day thinking about the Beis English, if we can't spend the whole day thinking about the Churban, and the fact that we don't have the Shkina, what if we can take two minutes, even two minutes, of thinking that we don't have the Shekhinah, even two minutes of thinking that we're not close, we don't have Hashem with us in our presence, that two minutes would be so valuable to Hashem. We don't throw away the good because of the perfect. It's not all or nothing. And that's what Meish Rabbeinu was teaching us. Even one mitzvah is very, very powerful. Have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.